0: Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports!
1: Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports. Welcome back! Or welcome, I guess, if you've, like, just binging our podcast for some reason...
0: (laughs) But we've been gone
2: for some, a little bit. are you just really into this one particular episode of Highlander, <laughs> and you decided to start the podcast right here for some reason? Then welcome to newcomers
1: as well. <laughs> uh, this, If you didn't know, this is a fashion podcast about the show Highlander. <laughs> so uh, this week, uh, your hosts are, I'm Tammy, and this is my friend Brad. Hey, um, Claire is not with us this week. Uh, she was just so sad about not seeing um, Quantum Leap, I think, is what happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's... And she
1: was like, ugh, Highlander. And I was like, Claire, it's Highlander. This is great stuff. And then we got to the end of this episode. And I was like, fuck this episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's, it's been a little while. And, uh, you know, there were some things that I'd forgotten about this show. And one of those things is certainly Anne. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it was I was not happy about that one. Also like we'll talk about it. <laughs> we will talk about all of the things, but first we should start off with a 60 second summary. Oof, cuz we all love it. <laughs> oh, this episode is by the way is Take Back the Night.
2: <laughs> Take back the night. <laughs> this this episode is BB Kings into the night. <laughs> Alexa Ooh open 60-second summary.
0: Okay, let me pick. Tammy. Mm,
2: Alexa. (laughs) Well, we all know what that fanfare means, Tammy. (laughs) It it (laughs) means uh, please take a moment, collect your thoughts, think about what happened in this episode, what people were doing, why were they doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I... (laughs) Like which two characters definitely deserve their own spinoff? Um, you know, whatever you need to to uh, describe this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under one minute, because then you would be oh boy. a a uh, um, a a scrappy little pickpocket chump. <laughs>
1: I was going to say a toasty little, a toasty little motorcycle jump. Oh,
2: not too. Let's grab you a little pick, pickpocket. Okay. No. All right. I All mean, right. come on. Come on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. All right. And you will be going in three, two, one, go.
1: Okay. So we meet Kierdwen, who for 90% of this episode has face tattoos that she put on herself. (laughs) And it was really bothering me. (laughs) Um, But she is an immortal. She is avenging the love of her life, her husband, uh, who was murdered by, I guess, like some kids in France that have guns, which I was super shocked about. So let's talk about that. Um, And then we get some flashbacks of her being a warrior forever. And that's why she's feels comfortable avenging her, her husband. Um, And then we get some, and talk which i wasn't happy with in the same fucking paragraph as we didn't even say tessa's name but we were talking about tessa i was very upset over this um but not as upset as the end of the episode where we actually get fucking and get the fuck out of here um oh oh, we also get a motorcycle show with richie and he has to leave france forever the end (laughs) one minute Just I get angrier and angrier the more I think about it.
2: <laughs> I here's the thing. Like, listen, we have all of this like stuff we've we've all of these uh, you know commentaries and all the things all the things from the cast the writers everyone said oh yeah we made the end the thing oh we you know you think something's going to work on you know on paper but then in the execution it just doesn't work and they don't the actors don't have the right chemistry and we figured that out pretty quickly did you did you figure it out really quickly cuz it seems like you motherfuckers just keep doing it you will not let it die you have ended yeah. this so many times yeah. only to bring it back again it never worked. this at no point has worked and it's fine no. to make that mistake you can make that mistake once maybe twice But like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, we got to get rid of fucking Anne. We've got to get rid of her forever. This is not good. Like, I I was, I I mean, I know I'm jumping way ahead because we're not even close to being there. But when Kierdwin asked, uh, what's his face, Duncan, about like the love of his life, he definitely talked about Tessa without saying her name. And then she mentions something about like his current love and he talks about Anne and I'm like, how the fuck are you even going to talk about these two totally different human beings? One being a queen forever and always and the other being a human garbage fire, like in the same paragraph, like don't. Get it's out of here. It's, it's Get insane. out of here. And show- like, it's end now.
2: <laughs> I mean, it would be bad if we were just watching this show, you know, as it was aired with no information. But all this stuff that we've read about them realizing that it was, it was a bad call and it didn't, and it didn't work for the show. I, like, yeah. and maybe they're just justifying that after the fact, but they shouldn't have put that out there like in earlier episodes. Like, we shouldn't yeah. have that information for episodes. Like, 10 episodes ago because you motherfuckers kept this going forever yeah it's really
1: miserable like it's miserable like i hate her so much
2: there's no there's no reason like they could have just been friends and yeah. this would be fine. He can have a friend that's like that's fine. but they've they've they are making they are trying so hard with something that clearly does not work at all and everyone knows that it doesn't work. Like yeah. there's no way at this point that that someone in the writers room that the actors thought this was working. No, it's it's really terrible. I hate it. Um it's just <sighs>
1: because also where I, I and I I don't know because I didn't look ahead but like I would think we're not gonna get much of um Richie because he now has to kind of like leave town because he supposedly died yeah um so we're not gonna get him and instead we're gonna fucking get Anne I- like <sighs>
2: Like, just give Maurice a bigger part. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, spin-off show, <laughs> Maurice and pi- Pickpocket Kid. Paolo? <laughs> yeah, Paolo and Maurice. Like, Maurice adopts him and they have little adventures together. It would be my favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> so Let's be clear, that Pickpocket Kid,
1: not the best actor.
2: <laughs> no, doesn't matter, though. He's great. I love him.
1: <laughs> I don't know wh- what part, but I was like, man, this kid is a bad actor. <laughs> <laughs> um a great guyliner for a kid though man those <laughs> lashes were going on for days <laughs> so, um yeah it just it maddens me like I don't like yes the writers maybe they are maybe they're just trying to cover up knowing that everyone hated Anne and now they're trying to like be like oh yeah we, we realized it didn't work it's like no you clearly didn't then because you just kept trying to shove her into the show like, yeah, there's no reason for her to be in here that there's just not. No. And also this bullshit thing that uh, Kierdwin was like, oh, you know, you're taking that choice away from them. No, bitch. Like, you're an immortal. You can't just be going around telling everybody that. Some people you've got to determine like they don't need to know and does not need to know about fucking immortals. <laughs> She's a doctor. She might want to do experiments.
2: Yeah. Like I mean, I think, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, not everyone needs to know. Like, that should be, I don't know, that's either a, I, depending on the relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's either a six month or a one year conversation. Yeah. It is certainly not beginning of a relationship.
1: Yeah. And, and Duncan and Anne have not been together that long. No. And also, it's probably better for... I mean, if he's not planning on going back to see Because it's not just Anne who thinks he's dead. So, if he wasn't planning on going back anytime soon to see Cooper, like, why tell her? Yeah. It just me. Basically, I just don't need her to be back, and any excuse I'm—I'm I'm gonna give any reason for her
2: not to be here. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that he, Duncan is—is is, no, yeah. known to be dead there, and now yeah. Richie's known to be dead in France, so yeah. they—they can—they can't be in the same place ever again, <laughs> unless we're going finding a new city.
1: Yeah, that I—I'm not quite sure how this is gonna work out, but I assume they're gonna have Richie leave. Yeah. Because even Maurice thinks he's dead.
2: Yeah. Which so, I was, I I was, this whole episode I was waiting to see how they're going to explain this to Maurice. Yeah. But yeah, uh-huh. I need yeah. Maurice on it.
1: Like, you're going to tell fucking Anne, but you're not going to tell Maurice? Yeah. Somebody here is more important, and his name starts with Maurice. <laughs> 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 I couldn't stop.
2: <laughs> I mean, certainly the more beloved character. I mean, come on.
1: Ugh. all right. So um, I guess let's do some fun facts. I don't have a lot, but um, and primarily because the little transcript web, (laughs) excuse me, transcript website that I use normally has like the behind the scenes of the DVDs. And for three episodes, they don't have the behind the scenes 16, 17 and 18, or maybe it was 15, 16, 17, something like that. 18 or 19. I'm going to start getting those fun facts back, but I don't have them yet. So, um, and of course IMDB has nothing, except someone did put an episode goof, and I didn't go back to double check this, so, um, maybe we'll notice it this go-around. It said, near the beginning of Immortal Kierdwin's flashback to England 60 AD, we, the viewers, see several seconds of an entirely different episode of Highlander, the episode Saving Grace, episode uh, season 1, episode 17. So I didn't notice that this was a different- I mean- honestly probably makes sense that they're just reusing old timey looking
2: yeah, <laughs> flashback I, stuff so I mean I, yeah we'll talk about it we'll talk about yeah. it yeah
1: someone's review is about uh Callus which wasn't in this episode <laughs> but they just go I hate when TV shows have long story arcs with deadly conflicts over several episodes that's the review of this episode
0: uh, yeah
2: that I saw that <laughs> I was like what the f- what is your deal <laughs>
1: I don't know why that made me laugh. It's just like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know where any of that is coming from. Um, so anyway, there's that. Uh, I do have um, some dusty reviews. And my favorite thing is the way his reaction section. So the way he does his his review is he does a quick summary at the top of what the episode is. Then he does like an elongated discussion of the episode, much like we do. So I don't tend to read that <laughs> we're already gonna do that and then I what I do read is his reaction to the episode and his reaction is grown more of Dr. Ann Lindsay who just does not work well on this show <laughs> and I was like that's right Dusty always we're on the same page <laughs> but uh yeah because I he, he didn't mind the rest of the episode but that part just really bothered him um, so, I don't really have much more than that for fun facts. So, Brad, what happened the day this episode was airing? What else was on TV?
2: <laughs> uh, there's so many things that are happening. Uh, first and foremost, it is April 24th, 1994. It's a Sunday. Sunday. Oh. Well, yeah, it's a different day than usual. We've been on Mondays. Yeah. But we're on a Sunday now. Um, this, of course, is, it's, uh, Genocide Remembrance Day in Armenia um unless you're turkish and then it's just another sunday um <laughs> <sighs> hey um it's 24 hour comics day it's it's Newman's Day, um, which I had to look up. It's it's a it's basically a college douchebag day. Wow. Um, okay. Because there's a quote that's apparently attributed to uh, Paul Newman, oh, um, God. which I'm not even sure if it's real or not. Um, in which <laughs> he uh, um, he said, uh, "24 hours in a day, 24 beers in a case. Coincidence? Question mark. I think oh, not. God. So apparently, um, you know, like Frats drink, you know, 24. Beers in a day, and it's good
1: for them. It very sounds like
2: very a fun. Fun. very fun. fun day. Very fun day. I love that. So, um, uh, of course, we got a bunch of w- w- dumb Catholic saints. We got Saint Honorius, oh. Saint Fidelis of Sigmargen, Sigmarnigan. Sigmar- Marn- I don't know. Saint Egbert. Uh, and Saint Diodas. So, a lot of dumb saints. So, um, there's also an amazing um, typo on this uh, website that I had to look up because I was wildly confused. (laughs) Because it says actress Kelly Preston uh, weds actor Lou Diamond Phillips. And I was like, what? When did Kelly Preston marry Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah, Um, She didn't. It's it's not Kelly Preston. It's uh, Kelly Phillips. Um, who is not, um, <laughs> not the Kelly Preston that married, um, or maybe, maybe, okay, maybe her name was, because it's Kelly Phillips, and maybe that's, maybe that, um, because she married Lou Diamond Phillips, so maybe it's just a different Kelly Preston, um, but, regardless, it's not the Kelly Preston that, uh, married Travolta, but, yeah, <laughs> very confusing. Um, also, on this day, uh... Oh boy, Uh, Broken Glass opens at the Booth Theater in New York, don't know what that is. Um, but also, Flowering Peach closes at the, at the Lyceum Theater. Don't know what that is either. So, there yeah, are two
0: uh, Broadway shows. I was shows gonna say, I don't, I don't
2: know don't what know any of that was. No. Um, but um, also, born on this day is the actor Jordan Fisher, who plays Bart Allen on The Flash. so... Oh, okay. It's the first young person born on this day during Highland that I've actually recognized. So. It's not a, a TikTok not. star. Yeah, well, I mean, there is a YouTuber uh, um, that was born on this day, but I'm not going to read that kid's name because <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, child. Fuck you, famous child. Um, um, of course, uh, top song in the U.S., top song in the U.K., uh, in the U.S., it's R. Kelly, "Bumping Grind. Oh, lovely. In the U.K., it's Prince, the most beautiful girl in the world. Wow.
1: You know what? Yeah. Go
2: U.K. Yeah.
1: Prince over pretty much anything else, but definitely yeah. over R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely, definitely.
1: I'm I'm embarrassed that R. Kelly is I mean Yeah. He had so many hits though. That's the problem. Yeah. He really yeah. did. Yeah. While well, he was molesting children. It was a good good time. good time. Yeah. Real real monster. Real fucking e- monster. Real. And the fact that people monster. still are like, (sighs) uh, you know, believe R. Kelly, and it's like, no, 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 no,
2: No, let's not believe R. Kelly. (laughs) I I mean, people believe Bill Cosby, people believe Donald Trump, people believe whatever they want to believe. It's very bizarre. It's, uh, it's a lot. It's
0: a lot.
2: It's a lot. Um... Ooh, one second. Um, also, uh, what is happening at the theaters on this weekend? Uh, we got a couple of new movies. We got Bad Girls. Bad Girls. <laughs> the film Bad Girls that we all remember um, from the year nineteen ninety four. Uh, Drew Barrymore, Madeline Stowe, Andy McDowell, Mary Stuart Masterson. That movie. So nope, don't remember it. Oh it's, like a cow- it's, oh, it's like Lady Cowboy situation. Oh, okay, well, all right. I'm definitely not going to have that's, lunch that. Yeah, that's what we're doing there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we also got Four Weddings and a Funeral. The Paper. New movie, The Inkwell. Whatever. Doesn't look that interesting. Uh, <laughs> then, uh, Cops and Robertsons, a movie that I definitely saw. Uh, Chevy Chase and and uh, um, Jack Palance that's fun uh d2 the mighty ducks threesome major league two white fang 2 myth of the white wolf wow uh then movie a uh, new movie uh brain scan at number 10 that's a goodie edward furlong i mean <laughs> <laughs> and an evil video game <laughs> it's very bad uh 11 schindler's list 12 Miss fire 13 philadelphia 14 sugar hell so those are some movies What's um, going on with Edward for long? Has he done I, anything recently? I I, I I wanna say he wasn't doing well. I there were some issues. I believe. mean he
1: just got crazier and crazier looking as the years went on. Yeah.
2: Guess yeah um but what was on TV is a question that you might be asking and I'm trying to look up some of these Sunday night movies because I don't really understand oh, okay these are just movies these aren't TV movies sadly so um of course we got we god damn we got an hour and a half of America's funniest home videos Wow Ooh, three wow. episodes we loved we loved those funniest videos. Oh, I'm sorry. That's America's Funniest Home Videos, followed by America's Funniest People, followed by America's Funniest Home Videos. So I don't know what America's Funniest People is (laughs) in the middle there. I think we tried to do a spin-off. I don't don't know what that is.
0: That's weird.
1: It's just random people at open mics doing (laughs) stand-up.
2: I, I, um... A TV show that presents home videos of weird people doing all kinds of funny
0: things. (laughs) That's
2: what uh, IMDb says. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Of course, hosted by Dave Coulier and uh, Arlene Sarkin, of course. So, I... Very strange. So, I... The same. It's just the same show. It's just the same show don't understand very weird um also after you finished watching all your um hilarious home videos which god we love them uh there was they were showing the 1985 film pale rider so clint eastwood because we loved westerns all of a sudden yeesh I, there was a time, and this must have been it, where I, I, I did we, feel like there were so many westerns. Really trying to bring it back. And I um, fucking hate c- westerns. CBS, we got 60 Minutes, followed by Murder, She Road. Followed by The Yearling, which is a film from 1994 that we all know and love. Um, the Yearling, of course, is a pet. Oh, a pet deer changes Florida. <laughs> this is the description from IMDb. A pet deer changes Florida farm family. <laughs> uh, Not okay. a Florida farm, but a pet deer changes Florida farm family. Cool. Cool. Great. Wonderful. Weird. Very strange. Very strange. Um, also, Fox has uh, had a special Fox on Ice, part one of two. <laughs> right, followed Soak. by Martin, living single, married with children, in the George Carlin show. Wow. Um, NBC. NBC Primetime 7pm Barney and Friends Bedtime with Barney Imagination So I guess it's a, a Primetime Barney special on NBC Weird Followed by The Sound of Music Oh okay Wow Okay Anytime The Sound of Music is on TV I'm watching is it easter is that what's going on are we doing like an easter thing is is barney for easter like is barney christian what's happening (laughs) i don't think christians believe in barney he's a dinosaur that's uh that's a talking dinosaur the devil devil put dinosaurs in the ground to trick christians i I think we all know (laughs) Uh, so that's what's on tv it's a weird time guys yeah i don't know
1: anything about any of that bizarre Mm mm-hmm
2: well uh
1: Brad, I do want to direct you to the actress Kim Johnson Ulrich, who played Kierdwin Kierdwin this week. I'm not gonna get this name right, just so we all are on the same Uh, page. Neither do the actors. So okay, so cool. Um, but that actress, because I was like looking her up, I'm like, oh, it's, what else has she been in? She was in the show Passions. Did you recognize her from Passions? 738 of the episodes of Passions. So she was a, wow. a regular. I didn't She played didn't, didn't Ivy, Ivy Winthrop Crane. Oh. Wow. She's married to uh, Robert Urich. Okay. Just, uh, I was like, oh, so that's that's your claim to fame. is. Uh passions cool i would think that's a really good paycheck though to be part of a soap opera
2: i mean it's gotta be because you're doing so many episodes yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking so and like you you shoot like a ton of them at a time so like you shoot like you know three weeks over the course of like three days oh my god which i guess makes sense because they're like such
1: massive casts it's not like you're gonna be in every scene you're probably really gonna be like 20
2: minutes of an episode Oh, and she's not even married to the Robert Urick I was thinking of. Oh. <laughs> and she's married to a different Robert Yurik, so like... <laughs> okay, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this guy is... He's a casting director. <laughs> like, get out of here.
1: <laughs> get out of here, fake Robert Yurik.
2: <laughs> that's amazing. All right,
1: so let's get into this episode. Oh, who plays... Ben Pullen plays Bonnie Prince Charlie. Is <laughs> this guy been on? Uh, let's see... Nothing recent that I would have known him from. Hmm. 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 Episode full of nobodies. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we are gonna start this a- episode with Kierdwin and her husband, Stephen um, arguing. <laughs> kind
2: of arguing, I guess. Yeah, and this argument is crazy because she's an immortal and I don't understand... <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, she is mad because he wants to go to Spain?
2: (laughs) First of all, they've been together for 15 years, like- As we've talked about before, there is a time limit on how long an immortal can stay in one place before they're starting to get weird looks because they don't age. So here's the deal.
1: Because see, okay, if you look at Steven and Curedwood now, they look about the same age. Mm -hmm. She dated him when he was, as in her words later on, just a boy fresh out of school. Yeah. So they're to a point where now they look about the same age.
2: But also, Ew (laughs) cured with it. Uh, yeah, I had to crunch the numbers on this one because I was like, wait, they've been together 15 years. He looks pretty young. Um so, they got together when he was 22.
1: Oh, that's right. You have the website that has all the info.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, I got the number. So, let's let's go ahead and just uh talk about uh let's talk about this. Um she um of course, um uh, born in 29 CE um and uh died in uh 60.
1: Okay.
2: I mean, we saw all that. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, she was in Boudicca's army obviously Um, yeah they 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 met um, they married in 83 so they'd been together about uh, a couple years at that point so yikes yikes so he was 22 at the time
1: And she was born when? Which, does she make the old Immortals list?
2: Um, no, I don't think so. Because she was born in 60. So no. Oh, wait. No, she does. She does. She absolutely does. Sorry. Because, yeah, she's born... uh... Oh, so
1: she was almost as old as Darius.
2: Oh, wow. Like, I've had so many real old Immortals lately that I just, like, you know, I didn't even think she was making the list. Yeah. Didn't realize. Give her her due, Brad. My mistake. my mistake um but yeah and
1: he doesn't kill her or anything at the end of this app so so she's still around yeah so cool cool i will say i like how she's like was always, like, this warrior person. And that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think we need more folks like that. That are not, like, evil characters. <laughs> Twirly mustache evil characters. Um, She's just into young dudes, apparently. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, can you imagine, like a 22 year old dude like i'm sorry but like yeah, no. i i don't like i don't understand why any woman has an interest in a 22 year old dude no <laughs> like that's like peak worst dude <laughs> Um,
1: yeah, and I, so this argument is, he wants to move to Spain, and she's like, no, all of our friends are here, we're not moving. And it's like, what the f- and he's like, yeah, not all of us are immortal, we can't all live forever, so, like, I'd like to do
2: this as yeah, part of my lifetime. Yeah, it's like some kind of career opportunity, we don't yeah. get the full details, but, like, yeah, of course, dude send me to spain i'll go move to spain (laughs) yeah like you guys need to move you're gonna have to move around at some point yeah because yeah you don't age might as well do it while poor steven is young (laughs) yeah like, you got like, again, you've been together about 15 years. Anyone that's known you guys for all that time, like... Yeah, absolutely. You've, you've got maybe five more years before it's going to start getting weird. Yeah, and then she gets weird with him because, you know, he mentions,
1: he's like, well, not all of us uh, live forever, which could mean anything. Like, he could just be saying stupid shit, right? Like, and she just makes it like... We need to discuss this in private. Like, who the fuck is listening to your conversation? Yeah. Also, he didn't say, Excuse me, but you are an immortal and you can only die if bad. Like, he didn't go into any kind of real details of anything. It was just... She just was being weird about it. Yeah. Also, can we talk about her brooch for a second?
2: <sighs> Miss, Miss brooches.
1: Yeah, so at one thirty nine, you get, like, a real clear shot of
2: it. Um... I'm sorry. Can we can we go back to even before that? Oh, okay. I'd like to go back to one minute twenty-seven and just talk about the plate of cheeses <laughs> and uh, how much I I really love that plate of cheeses and would like to spend some time with that plate of cheeses.
1: <laughs> New Year's Eve, here we come.
2: <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait. But yeah, that brooch is uh, it's a wild. It's like a slanty star.
1: Yeah, I really like it. I was like, oh we're not getting calavici uh fashions we <laughs> definitely need some some of that love over here on this podcast and Uh, And we get it in that brooch. Seriously. Um, But before that, the plate of cheeses is going to this couple who's this lady's jacket is horrendous. But anyway.
2: Oh, it is. She is
1: wearing a couch. (laughs) She's wearing a couch that's got to be hand beaded. It's beads on that couch. It's really
2: terrible. Uh, And it's not even like it's like one of those like patio couches. (laughs) Oh, Terrible. Terrible.
1: But they are- I mean, this one plate goes to this one table of two people.
2: <laughs> Those like, are two people living their best life, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're never going to be able to take a shit again, but yeah. <laughs> oh. um, and then, yeah, this brooch comes into frame. Steven's got a weird face, just putting it out there. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so weird argument. I do respect
2: that she's wearing a turtleneck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I Look, this whole look is doing it for me. I Maybe it's the brooch is pulling me in, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's excited to see one. Yeah. So uh, Stephen leaves to go get the car and she's just like, Ugh. and um, there's a French gang. I didn't, I don't know. I just thought it was weird seeing like
2: Europeans with guns. Yeah. I was like, "Is that a thing?" I mean, I'm sure it is. Yeah, but, you know, cur- you know, uh, if uh, only if there are any good guys with guns, it will only be the bad guys with guns. Gotta have a gun, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, some people are always gonna get their hands yeah. on guns. I guess, but like, yeah, it is weird. Um, I mean. As an American that nor- watches a
1: lot of American TV, it's not weird to see a gun on a show. It's just like, oh, I just don't know if I really would have yeah. guns in TV shows in another
2: country. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this is American writers. Uh, yeah, very true. Just thinking like, oh yeah, of course they have guns and they're going to murder people, you know, yeah. out in the open. So, um,
1: let's see. There's Gaston, there's Mario, and then there's little Paolo.
2: I love him. I love this kid. I love love this kid, this dumb hat. (laughs) Stupid dumb hat. (laughs) I was like, who? Costume
1: designer? What is happening?
2: (laughs) This kid, this fucking weirdo
0: kid.
1: Yeah, so Kid is hanging. So Mario is his brother,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I guess it's part of the gang, so that's why Paolo gets to hang out there. This is a really nice jacket he's wearing, though. I yeah. gotta be honest. I, I'm liking Paolo's jacket, and it, it's super cozy, the wool inside.
2: Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, if we go, when we go to, um, when we get invited um, to participate at, at Highlander Con, <laughs> uh,. <laughs> Um, I, I assume that the Josie is, gonna, is going to dress as Paolo. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: Because <laughs> I could definitely see it.
1: He <laughs> dressed up as a character. He dressed up as random Paolo. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. So they end up finding uh, Stephen getting the car and they rough him up. Where the hell is he parked? Uh, he's parked by the gangs. I, I mean don't.
2: I know that I know you know obviously you know France is an actual city that wasn't you know designed to have uh, parking lots every five inches you know yeah like an American city but like he is like having to like leave that restaurant like go across a bridge <laughs> to get to the car <laughs> like why did you even drive? <laughs> they, they get in the car and drive two blocks to their house. <laughs> I'm like, it like there surely surely there's a better way to get there than to like bring a car. If you have to walk across a bridge, you shouldn't have driven to this no. place. No.
1: Um oh they also set up, by the way, Mario set up the fact that Paolo has to go to the tracks because there'll be a crowd of people, and I'm like, Oh, off to the races. <laughs> Indeed. Um but yeah, so they're beating up Steven, they're try- you know, taking his wallet, and um then they want his watch and they just want like all the things. Uh, they call him, I like that they say, come on, pretty boy, get up. <laughs> I'm like, are you talking to Steven? <laughs> the guy I with mean, the weird face?
2: <laughs> I. They are French, so, you know. I guess. They're weird looking people.
1: Yeah. Um, so they go and they end up shooting Steven and Kierdwin sees this. And so she goes running and it's kind of wild because they shoot her and she keeps on running toward them. I mean, I know she's immortal, but like, also she has to die again and then, you know, come back to life. But it's no. like she's hardcore. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Um, and Paolo sees the entire thing. Now it's time for the motorcycle show. Oh, I'm
2: I'm gonna miss the motorcycle show. <laughs> are you? Are you gonna miss the motorcycle? I just love that. Like, it is like they've spent so much time building to this. It's weird. And I mean. I, you know, I, it's not su- surprising, but like, I don't know, like, it's, it's weird.
1: Let's also just discuss for a moment the fact that like Maurice and Duncan have finally have finally come to one of his races. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple things. Neither of them seem excited to be there. Neither congratulate Richie. In fact, what what Duncan does is tell Richie that he basically thinks he's cheating.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I just am like, why do we have this storyline? Everyone seems to hate Richie doing
2: it. I mean, well, and also, like, this is such a bullshit, like, race. Like, there aren't stands. It's just a handful of people standing around yeah. kind of watching this in the side. Like, I-, I don't know if this is, like, you know, obviously this is what we can afford to shoot. Yeah. Or if this is, like, yeah, just racing just isn't that big. So, like, yeah, there aren't a lot of ways to watch it
1: yeah and i don't know as in like a tv audience watching this like were people like excited to see this like i don't understand um i do love everyone's big shades oh yeah it's great (laughs) big 90s shades i was like oh fashion on the racetrack with the five people there Also, Pal is there to, like, steal shit from people, because supposedly it's a big crowd, and I'm like, this is a big crowd. um, Wait.
2: Oh. Maybe maybe you should go, like, the Eiffel Tower, or, like, some touristy place. Yeah. Because, uh, the 11 people (laughs) that are at this (laughs) racetrack, when there aren't even, like, stands or seating or anything. Yeah. Weird. There are more cars than
0: people (laughs) at this racetrack. I
2: don't know whose cars all of, like, who do they belong to?
1: Probably someone who's going to a restaurant five blocks down the
2: road the and how, how does Duncan get out of here because he's like his car is trapped amidst, amongst other cars yeah like there aren't even parking spaces everyone's just like parked wherever in a lump like, chaos there, you have to chaos. wait for everyone else to leave
1: yeah uh, we learned from Richie that uh Basil has tried to run him off the track before and yeah um, and it, we had saw, we we got a close-up of when Richie, like, had his knee on the ground, which wasn't yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and Richie's like, because Duncan asked him how bad it is, and Richie's like, ah, it's nothing, it's healed already. <laughs> Just took a little skin off. And that's when Duncan's like, uh, yeah, you're, like, you're writing this way because you can, because you're going to survive
2: everything. So isn't that kind of, like, cheating? I mean, isn't everything cheating that's, then, Duncan? <laughs>
1: that's it! Like, I'm like... I mean, Duncan, you're not taking... You're probably not even looking both ways when you cross the street. I mean, like...
2: (laughs) Hey, uh, Duncan, isn't cheating that everyone else, uh, um, uh, like, has to buy health insurance, uh, um, <laughs> but you don't? I don't know, like, what, what are we talking about? This like, is some dum-dum race that 11 people showed up to. Yeah. This is, like, all those people that are like, um, listen, uh, um, nobody paid for my student loans. Oh, H- God. How should, how, why should, uh, why should the government forgive, uh, uh student loans for uh, people right now? Because, like, fuck off. Like, what's your deal? I will you know, it's one of those when people are miserable, they want everyone else apparently to be miserable with them. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have time. I don't have time for that shit. If I want somebody else to be miserable, I'll just make them miserable. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's in my power. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, hey. So we got Paolo walking around the track, I, I, opening, trying to open doors. Yeah, I don't know how you leave. There's no way no. to leave. No, this is horrific. Uh, this would. This is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. That's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, because like, it's just...
2: this makes no sense.
1: Because like, he theoretically, if this one car wasn't parked there, I guess he could pull out where you know and drive by that car. But like, that car is parked there. Yeah. Ugh, also worst. he's facing
2: the opposite direction of the other cars. So yeah. it's like not only are like the cars just like all parked in like Yeah, uh, no, they're the, all and they're all parked they're, in different directions. All they're of them. all like facing different directions. Like, how did they get into this? How like how did this happen? How like all, like literally, I'm not even talking about the show anymore. I'm talking about like when they were filming this, how did they get the cars in these positions? Because <laughs> I don't understand it. They physically had guys pick up the cars and move them to where they wanted. Well, listen, at craft services, they have a lot of Mentos. (laughs) And then a bunch of people picked up cars and moved them around and made faces to the camera. It was great. (laughs) Freshmaker. Uh (laughs) Um, uh, Palos stole
1: Duncan's wallet, and Duncan not only goes and gets it back, but I really thought he was going to beat up this small child. Yeah. I was a little
2: concerned for Palo for him a moment. Definitely. I mean, he does steal the kid's wallet. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Which is pretty funny, but also horrific. Yeah. Because, like, I, all this little kid had to do would be, like, scream, hey, this man just stole my wallet. And, like, he has his wallet, so. Yeah. Um, so, what do you... What you I, I, don't, I don't even get it. I mean, funny, payback, but, like, also duncan stop being weird
1: yeah like take a take a dollar from the kid or something i don't know like i don't know like but you gotta give yeah. the kid back his wallet he's just a kid he's a child you fucking lunatic um i just thought he was cut like adrian paul is a large actor like he's an adult human man and this is a child and he like is rough with him That i'm like ah oh, okay um, but yeah, Paulo goes and finds where Duncan is parked, obviously, and goes back over there and um, tells him, hey, mister, I've got a real sick sister I've got to get home to. <laughs> and I
2: like that Duncan's like,
1: really? Mm. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, so he tells them, all right, get, get the fuck in my car, I guess.
2: I mean, we're we're going to have to wait for everyone else to leave yeah, somehow. Yeah, like... We're going to have to wait until everyone figures out how to leave, and then... Uh,
1: yeah, because he, like, takes off, and I'm like, how? How mm, did he take off? No clue. Um, And then we get Kira Dwin putting on her warm makeup.
0: I yeah.
2: It's bizarre. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I... So... Like, until I looked this up, I was like, okay, I've, are they supposed to be Picts or, like, what's going on? Because, like, I'm like, I don't... Between, like, the, the you know, the, the markings and the costumes, I was like, what sort of, like, like Picts slash Celts slash Barbarians slash Saxons are these supposed to be? Yeah. Like, it's a little mishmash of everything, but we we do find out eventually. Or, I don't know, I think it's sad, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, this is uh um this is like she's in Boudicca's army, so Okay. We are we are firmly supposed to be Celtic warriors.
1: Yeah, I mean in the transcript it talks about them being in a Celtic village and all that stuff,
2: but it's still Yeah, it's still a little mixed mash of Yeah. Of and also we're in nineteen ninety
1: four now, so uh, this is inappropriate. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah 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 yeah.
1: And she's got it all up and down her arms and then also drawing on her face. Yeah. And then she just leaves the house like that. Like what the hell? <laughs> Lady, come on. Um so we get a we get her flashback. And at first I was like, "Oh, are we not going to get a Duncan flashback this episode?" Cuz that's happened before. Yeah. Huh? Um I thought the costuming was cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a bunch of fur, and I like it. <laughs> I mean, all over the place, but it looks so. It looks okay if you kind of squint and ignore <laughs> that, like, it seems like we're really mixing a lot of things up here. Come
1: on, you don't like, <laughs> you don't like Kiridwen with a wolf head on her shoulder?
2: Now that I'm good with. Okay. That I'm good <laughs> that with. I'm... It's, it's some of like the, like some of these guys look like, like, like Vikings. Like they're,
0: uh, oh, we got a yeah. real
2: mix of costumes. But I think they, I really think that they didn't
1: give them a specific time to work with, honestly. I really think they were just like, yeah, just get something, like, Celt, Viking-ish. Like, I I can't imagine them giving them, like, oh, this is the exact thing to to go for. Because it's all, everything is crazy.
2: I I watch the
1: scene and I'm like... I don't, this is wild
2: to me. Yeah, but it's like, it's, it's, the Celts, it's like, it's, but they, we're specifically going Boudica Boudica versus the Romans. Like, that's, uh, you could be a little bit more specific with the costumes on yeah. that front. But you can t- even see,
1: like, with the fur that they used, you can see where they, like, went to a fabric store and bought that fur because it's cut yeah. so straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except her wolf head on her shoulder. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's pretty it's great.
1: My favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's with, between that and the like the face markings and all of that. It's like just brilliant.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, you've got her, and then you've got her uh, Neva, her friend who's pregnant, who's also gonna fight and everything. Everyone's a fighter. It's fun. It's a good time.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And Calum, and who's naming their child Calum? Caleb son of Caleb. Hmm, real <laughs> original. Yeah, well, Kierdwin and Neva both laugh, like, mm. Um, this fight scene is pretty good, too. I like the fight scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone did their- Oh, yeah, and I also like the Roman, uh, shields. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Because I kind of want one. I'm like, those are really nice. I really like them. Um, now, I did not appreciate when we go back to current time where she's drawing on the tattoos to only go inside one of her tattoos to the <laughs> scene again. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, wacky ways to get to flashbacks. I, I mean,
2: why did we come out of a flashback to go back into a flashback? <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean i guess it's like when she got knocked out so we had to come out of the flashback i uh, don't know yeah
2: i mean we could we could have just like saved that and just like yeah faded into her, back into her waking up forget about that going back into the drawing on the the markings like come on very weird yeah
1: so this is i guess is when she first died you're saying yeah, yeah. so this is when she became an immortal okay um, also that necklace. So she's wearing that necklace and then she puts on the necklace in 1994. And it's kind of wild because all I thought was like, oh my God, that necklace is worth so much money.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
0: <laughs>
1: these old timers, these immortals that just keep shit forever. Yeah. This is why you guys have so much money.
2: That's the thing. All their junk, all of the stuff in their junk drawer is worth more than we will ever have in our yeah. lives.
1: Um, I also like her big-ass sword with the handle thing on it, the hilt, it's yeah. really cool. Um, she lays her friends down to rest, and all of that stuff. Uh, and then, I think, is this where we go to the- yeah, we go to the warehouse, with fucking loud song playing. Um, I guess this warehouse is just a hangout spot. I didn't- Because yeah. at first I wasn't sure if we were, like, in a nightclub, like, No, like,
2: this is the the, the worst place, <laughs> like- Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, so Kyrdwen is walking around and she finds one guy, um, but she knows he's not the guy that shot her, her husband. And he tells her, he goes, cause she says, no, you're not the right one. And he says, I can be anyone you want me to be. <laughs> Worst dude. Yeah. I mean, she could, she just
2: really should have just took him out at that point. Absolutely. Do the world a favor. Yeah. Like, like oh no, one less French creep in the world. <laughs> Uh, and she says, "You don't
1: want to be who I'm looking for." Yeah, because that guy is like real creep today. Yeah,
2: and again, he's in the creepiest place. Yeah, like not there's no one good in this locale. Um, this conversation with Paolo,
1: Duncan. You know, he tells Duncan where to park, and you know he's close by, and he's it's just him and his brother. And Duncan goes, "No parents." And Paolo says, "What are you writing a book?" <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, I, I feel like it. I just said that line with more emotion than this kid did, but... <laughs> that's uh, okay. That's okay. Um, but then Duncan feels a buzz, so he has to stop of the car. Which, I don't... That's gotta be so weird. You have to be driving around at all times feeling a buzz. Like, there's so I, yeah, many fucking mortals here's, around.
2: Here's the thing. Like, I mean, we've... Like, again, we've talked about, like, how this buzz shit works. Like, I mean, and again, I... I feel like it's the Starbucks app on my phone that like sometimes it's certain when I'm at certain points in my apartment, it tries to tell me, oh, you're near Starbucks. I'm like, I'm not, I'm I'm at home, but it's, it's just within range that it, it, that like it, it picks up the nearest Starbucks and it's like, hey, you're near Starbucks. Want to make an order? And I'm like, no, I'm at home. Leave me alone. (laughs) I've got coffee. I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't think we
1: see him very often. Unless, like, we already know he's looking for an immortal. It's like
2: he turns his senses up or something, but... Yeah, but, like, yeah, he he, he feels the buzz as he's driving by this warehouse. But then he gets inside and is like, trying to find... And then he feels a buzz, like, when they're right there. Yeah. So, like, I just... Is there a proximity buzz? <laughs> is there, like, this is... Okay, I feel one is in the vague area. And then there's a different buzz when you get within a certain range. I don't know. Don't know know how it works. I don't think the writers do either, so... Oh, definitely not. It is purely plot convenience. Um, so
1: he tells Paolo to stay in the car, which of course we know that's not gonna happen. Also, Uh, terrible idea in this neighborhood. Yeah. There's a bunch of French creeps around. Yeah. (laughs) Um, there's a dead person there taken out by a sword and Paolo freaks out and Duncan's like, oh, do you you know him? And it's like, well, also, even if he didn't know him, like, he's going to freak out because he's a kid seeing a dead body. (laughs) A
2: dead body in a warehouse bathtub. (laughs) What is this for? (laughs) Why is there a bathtub in the middle of a warehouse?
1: I think you mean the warehouse nightclub bathroom?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I... I mean... Like, un-unless... Like, no, I can't think of any scenario where this is of use. Um... This is where we bring people to- to cut out their kidneys. And sell them (laughs) on the black market uh so
1: duncan is looking for the buzz he ends up running into cured um thankfully they recognize each other you know to fight so dark i mean they're lucky they recognize each other uh duncan tells her it's not your part of town (laughs) you walking or hunting and i was like wait why are these folks out hunting why is she hunting i mean we know why she's hunting but also like what a weird question to ask
2: is this normal for immortals? Uh, yeah, I think some I'm immortal. Because again, D- Duncan has been out of the game for a while. I but guess. there's a lot of people that are still hunting in the game. Weird.
1: Tuckus, <laughs> there's a dead man in the warehouse back there, killed by a sword. And she goes like, "So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's pretty great."
1: Oh uh, yeah, he says, "Tell me it wasn't you." He's just like, <sighs> Ugh, "Do us both a favor, McLeod. Don't ask me more questions." <laughs> I would have loved if they just had her repeat Paolo's line and said, what are you doing? Writing a book? Oh, that'd be <laughs> great. Um, so she tells him that these fools killed her husband. And um, she tells him to stay out of her way. Uh, all right. We're going to get an actual Duncan flashback. Yeah. And you're going to tell me all about it. Because <laughs> with the Scotland storyline.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, first of all, great shot with the sun coming down. I love oh, it. Yeah. I was like, this is a real pretty shot. Like, and that had to just be like, just by happenstance. Cause you know, they're filming this shit all throughout the day. <laughs> so good on them for capturing that, that, uh, sunset. Um, we meet BP Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> really guys. I was like. Who's B.P. Charlie?
2: (laughs) So funny. (laughs) B.P. Charlie.
1: Um, so, let's see. Yeah, this is a a big thing. Duncan is basically protecting B.P. Charlie. Yeah, like, I...
2: (sighs) So like the thing about this is like fuck Duncan MacLeod like <laughs> we say it a million times but like dude is so often on the wrong side of shit like it's crazy
1: yeah so and please like, explain all of this to me because yeah, I
2: don't know any of it well first of all like I th- he acts like they, they're acting like uh we 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 need we need to help uh Bonnie Prince Charlie like retake the throne like we like which is. Crazy. Um, <laughs> like, because first of all, as far as Scotland goes, and I, because I assume, like, I know, you know, Duncan, he's, he's, he's been around a while. He's not, you know, he's not the oldest of immortals or anything, but he's like, he's, he's been outside of Scotland at this point. He's not, so he shouldn't be that naive. Uh, like, the Scottish interest in, like, restoring the Stuarts to the throne is, like, It's basically like the equivalent of the people that are uh, the Republicans that are angry at the Democrats and therefore supporting like Donald Trump because they think Donald Trump's gonna bring the jobs back from wherever the jobs went they just ran away that's what happened to those jobs they were just like I'm yeah. out of here yeah because yeah, <laughs> Donald they, Trump's they... not around I'm out of here <laughs> the well because like the, Sc- like the Scottish interest in like the Stuart throne is Ridiculous. Because in reality, what Scotland wants is to be a separate country again. Like, they don't want to be united in the United Kingdom with yeah. England. Yeah. Because they're getting taxed more. Honestly, it's just rich people that are angry about taxes. Well, that's that's yeah. regular. That's normal. Right. That's their main complaint, really, when it comes down to it. That and like, there's some, there's some like Catholics and some um, um, Episcopalians that are angry, you know, about the Church of England. Sure, there's some of that. But honestly, it's mostly rich people that are angry about taxes. But mostly, just an overall wanting Scotland to not be united with England anymore. And because the Stuarts are, you know, were taken out of power, like. Like forever ago, like a Bonnie Prince Charlie, his father was like was in line for the throne for like five minutes. Like <laughs> he was a child. Like his father, like because it was like 1715 when like when like the Glorious Revolution, like oh, when wow. William and Mary came to power. So it's like his the, Bonnie Prince Charlie's is is trying to gather enough troops to retake the throne for England for his father like but like that's not gonna happen obviously and there was no real interest in making that happen (laughs) like France like France was trying to like fund this a little bit because they thought if they could get us the Stuarts back on the throne like basically economically it made more sense for them so they put a little bit of money into trying to make this revolution happen but not really (laughs) so like it was never gonna fucking happen but when it comes down to it like we're just trying to restore the stewards to the throne, and Scotland had no great interest in this, except that they had convinced themselves, well, maybe if we get if we get him back on the throne, at least we're fucking over uh, uh, <laughs> the the people that are currently on the throne, and uh, uh, then maybe we can be a separate country again, or not, or maybe we're just you know pissing off the people that are in charge. Scotland should have no way put any effort into this. They only got fucked over by it, and it was stupid. But to eat, have anything to do with it, and here's Duncan MacLeod, <laughs> like yeah, and straight it up.
1: Sounds like, according to this episode,
2: like all these Scottish people are just getting killed left and right. Yes, Cause... of course. Again, rich people, rich people don't want to pay their taxes, and they want to be a separate country. Well, mostly rich people don't want to pay their taxes, but they get the other people like, hey, let, we need to throw the yoke of England off of us and be a separate country again. So we're going to support Bonnie Prince Charlie here. Now, if you would ask him, hey. Um, when you, when you become, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, when we restore your father at, as King of England, um, like you're going to let us be a separate country, right? He would have said, no, of course not. Why would I do that? (laughs) But they didn't ask that. And Duncan, like, is, like, going, like, oh, yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this for freedom. Um, we got to throw off uh, English uh, uh, oppression. No, you're not. Like, you're not doing that. You're just helping rich people like you always do, Duncan McCloud. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. That's all Duncan ever does.
2: Yeah, he's always on the side of rich people every single time. It's actually Which is crazy. Really weird, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's going to take him to
1: his to, to his pal here. And I, so I'm reading about, is it just pronounced Jacobites, I guess? J- Jacobites. Jacobites. So the Jacobites argued, uh, this is just from Wikipedia, Jacobites argued monarchs were appointed by God or divine right and could be, could not be removed, making the post 1688 regime illegitimate. And I just am like, can we just fucking get rid of any kind of monarchy at all? Yeah. Like, this is a problem. (laughs) This has always been a problem. It's still a problem. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that we have, like, anything to do with humans being appointed by God as a divine right is such bullshit. And how we still, in 2022 have a Bonnie Prince Charles (laughs) now King Charles (laughs) in Europe. But like, just anytime I hear about anyone, I get it. Like this is, this was in the 1700s, not in 2022, but it just makes me like even more mad that we have a monarchy in Europe today. Like it Mm -hmm. just doesn't fucking make sense. Like how, how has all of this after years, hundreds of years of wars over crowns, how how does this still exist, Brad? Tell me how does this still exist? I mean, how do we still have an electoral college?
0: Yeah, like, well, I- yeah.
2: No, it just. How, how have uh, most uh, how have there been so many uh, 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 presidents within my lifetime that didn't have a popular vote? Yeah, win? like, I don't know, like, it seems like maybe uh, governments like nation states shouldn't exist at all. Um, and like, we're, we should get over that shit. Like, how is capitalism still a thing? There's a lot of questions. There's a lot yeah. of questions. But yeah, how are monarchies still a thing? I don't know. How is any of this shit still a thing? It's crazy. Yeah. I just think I should be watching this
1: episode and not worrying about someone with a crown. But since we're going back to the 1700s, at least that makes more sense. Because <laughs> that yeah. was a thing. <laughs> But also,
2: um, it's like oh god. What's real crazy is that um um our pal um Kierdwen is now calling herself Flora McDonald, <laughs> who is a real like historical figure. Oh, is it? Yeah, like, this is a real, like, the, yeah, we, I mean, we actually know about her, because, yeah, she is, she helped, uh, uh Bonnie Prince Charlie escape, um, <laughs> like, and eventually, like, her and her husband, like, uh, uh, moved to the U.S., and, like, they were supporters of the, of the British during, uh, the, uh, um, um, Revolutionary War, and, uh, eventually, like, had to return to Scotland in, like, the late 1700s. Cause, uh, yeah, because of their support for the Brits. And this actress did not look like these
1: paintings of Flora McDonalds.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's, it's. I like, it's, it's real wild. <laughs> there were, and like, oh, and eventually they died there. Um, yeah. or did they? Because she's an immortal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her husband, probably but.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Wild, wild. This is all crazy. So, um. The,
2: just as as these wigs, these old timey wigs are crazy. Um. Oh, but okay. So sorry, but to actually, get back to the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They sh- they greet them there, and she's like, "Oh boy, you guys don't look like you have shit. You guys look like absolute garbage. Oh, but look at all this fancy shit. What are you? You look like you could be real the real Bonnie Prince Charlie." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, but I am." And the thing is, like, who gives a fuck? I like because again i feel like this tv show like maybe thinks that's a more of an important thing again like this man has never been in any like royalty no he's his father his father his grandfather lost power when his father was a child so he is very far from, you know, having, like, even knowing what that is. I mean, sure, I, you know, for probably his life, there has been talking, hey, you know, if, if we could just do this and this and this and this happened, then theoretically, maybe, possibly, uh, you could retake the throne, but, like, uh, that it's been 30 years since there was a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah. No, he just
1: has these guys around him, including Duncan, who just, yeah. like...
2: bootlickers. Yeah,
1: pumping him up all day.
2: Oh, so we can overthrow England! Oh, fuck those English bastards! Like, you, you... it's... yeah. It's so stupid. It's so stupid.
1: Uh, so she has them stay at her place. She leaps on, on Duncan. I was like, have yeah. they been fucking this whole time? Like... Yeah, where was that flashback? Yeah, because we kind of get, like, a little bit, or maybe they were fucking, I don't even know, like, Julie. <laughs> It's all very bizarre.
2: Oh, sorry. Just to put this in the in the timeline, um, by the way. Um, so in 1730, uh, Charles Browning saved Duncan as part of a long con to get him drunk and take his head and his bear. <laughs> that was a fun one. Um, and after this, uh, next thing we have is 1753 in Constantinople when Duncan was nearly flayed alive when he came looking for Amanda
1: yeah because then he that's where he's like starting to go to like asia afterward right yeah so after this he's fucking done with scotland <laughs> this is <laughs> bonnie prince charles charlie has like be uh, bp B- 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 charlie has really burned him
2: <laughs> i mean <sighs> <laughs> so lame
1: um so then they dress bp B- charlie up as a woman. Mm-hmm. So that way they can travel and people won't recognize them.
2: Which, is, honestly, this is th- probably the only thing anyone actually knows about Bonnie Prince Charlie, is that he escaped Scotland dressed as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it wasn't for this story being so well-known, like, I don't know if anybody would even remember this motherfucker. <laughs>
1: um also duncan's like blue kilt we this is like old school highlander like yeah any anytime we're in scotland he's wearing that same blue kilt it's the same same i guess that's his family color yeah it's the clan mccloud um (laughs) he just looks ridiculous
2: (laughs) yeah
1: uh so they're gonna help him escape no one's gonna look for bp charlie uh, but Duncan's gonna stick around to help with the war, I guess. The same behind.
2: sure, sure. I whatever you fucking weirdo. Yeah, like you're fight. You're fighting to like lower taxes for rich people. Like so, like I yeah. Sure. I mean. I guess. Like, again, all wars are stupid. What would have
1: been the propaganda that they would have told the people that they were fighting for?
2: Oh, well, the the, idea what they're telling the people is, like, we're going to be separate countries again. We're we're not going to be under the control of England. Which, I get that, but Duncan's old enough he shouldn't be that stupid.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of, like, what, you know, what they're telling the folks, which is not going to be for tax And,
2: like, also, like, even, like, even France putting any money towards this is all just another tax scheme, because France is trying to lower their taxes through this whole fucking war. The whole thing is stupid. Like, it's all like, rich people trying to get one over. As always. I mean, that's all wars, but, like, in this period of time, especially, like, ugh, this is a real time of dumb wars. (laughs) Like, luckily, Napoleon's gonna come along pretty soon and give people actual wars to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh.
1: Um, I really like his cape, though, I will be honest. That cape with the fur on it, I'm feeling it.
2: <laughs> Wait, where's this?
1: The one he's- he wears it at the beginning of, of that scene, and then he's wearing it when he- co- Goes off, So, like oh, 24 yeah. or whatever, and it's just it's just the fur on the gray cape, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just no, that, really yeah, that like so cool. it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I
2: would wear that <laughs> to, to Publix. <laughs> no, I want to see that.
1: Let me tell you, I went to Publix a couple weeks ago, and this this young woman, maybe in her early twenties, I don't know, I, I don't know age, but young, definitely a younger woman, was up in Publix. On a Sunday noon, wearing sequined bell-bottom pants. Amazing. (laughs) And just a t-shirt. A t-shirt and sequined bell-bottom pants, just walking around doing some shopping. And at first, I was like, what the fuck? And then I took a step back and was like, you know what? She's wearing her... She is living her best goddamn life, this girl. This is amazing. You're leaving the house and just going to Publix in some fucking sequin pants on a Sunday afternoon. Good for you. This is an amazing life you're leading right now. So Amazing. So now, when I see really insane clothing, I just think, this is a Publix outfit. This is what I would go to Publix in i be like you see this wonderful amazing life I lead that I'm just coming grocery shopping in crazy getups and that coat this this uh, cape thing that's a public's outfit to me now amazing <laughs> um that's where where my life is guys <laughs> um I mean her her cape is kind of crazy too K- Kierdwins looks like she is becoming a bird
2: <laughs> yeah
1: I don't want hers, but because she looks like she's turning into a bird. <laughs> Eesh. Black Swan situation happening.
2: Yes. Um, alright, so we're back- Okay, th- okay, okay, of okay. the three, of the three. <laughs> we got Bonnie Prince Char- I'm sorry, we got, uh, Betty Burke. <laughs> Bonnie Prince Betty Burke. Um, we got Duncan McCloud, Uh, and we got, uh, Cured Wind Bird. Who's- who's winning this fashion off? And who's losing?
1: Um, I would say BP Charlie. BP Betty Burke <laughs> is losing. I just can't, like- yeah. I mean, what a sad looking outfit. It's just a sad outfit. Yeah. This is sad. Well, i supposed to be a maid. I so. get it, but it's a, it's a very sad maid. <laughs> yeah. And then I would say Duncan is winning. That cape yeah, is with everything. The only because of the cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I'm sorry. That blue kilt thing has to be smelly. He yeah. wears it so much that I'm just Oof. like, it just smells like the woods and his ball sack. Like, it's really not good. Like, it stinks. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. But that cape everything and then in the middle is is uh is cured one it's a cool cape but only because she's turning into a bird (laughs) (laughs) definitely i'm like i'm like was that a thing to have i mean i guess because you're probably just using whatever animal covering so i guess if you can gather together that many feathers sure sure um All right, so we're back at the warehouse. Paolo's been hiding and uh, watches Duncan walk off. And this is where he had seen Kieridwen, who he had watched get shot. So that's probably sending that kid a little sideways. Yeah um and now we're back at the
2: motorcycle track Oof.
1: we're back at this show
2: this other this other show that we're watching oh, oh i'm gonna miss it oh how i'll miss motorcycle show
1: <laughs> i mean, we don't even have a name for motorcycle show it's just motorcycle show
2: yeah motorcycle show <laughs> um Bare- barely spectated motorcycle <laughs> show <laughs> Oh, poor poor Richie doesn't really have any
1: fans at all. I mean, like, okay. So <laughs> I
2: uh, we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So okay. So in this scene, um actually Richie and and Duncan are having a conversation about what to do about Kierdwen and uh you know, Richie is all about killing other immortals. He knows what's up. I'm sorry. My family just walked in with a, a big uh, guitar. Oh. <laughs> <Like> a, <laughs> five
0: below.
1: Five, a five below large guitar. <laughs> and, wow. Five below. So sorry. Sorry, um, um, podcast fans. <laughs> just really took me off guard and out Ooh. of that scene. Uh, all right. So yeah. So they're talking about, you know, what to do back here when Richie's all about killing her. Obviously. Which, like, <laughs> I, what? <laughs> but that's what Richie... Oh, Richie's immediate reaction to any issue with any immortal is always kill.
2: I mean, which is not necessarily, you that's know, the game. a bad idea. That is the game. Yeah, that is what you're supposed to be yeah. doing. But, like, they killed her husband. So, like, yeah. Like, Duncan oh, will hunt down the people that killed, like, people he cares about. That, yeah, there's yeah. no problem with that. Like, yeah. I don't understand why this... We need to stop her. Do we...
1: Yeah, I I think I think Duncan is like well I don't know I feel like they always make it seem like he just is like oh these fo- like these immortals get out of control
2: yeah which I agree but I'm like yeah this is a guy that just shot somebody down over a watch in the middle of the street yeah <laughs> like I yeah, mean she let guy... that one creep go <laughs> yeah. So like I don't think it's a problem. I think it's like yeah, this is a dangerous person that like yeah yeah. I, generally I'm against immortals just going all uh, killing, but like this guy uh, yeah I think we can I think we can afford to lose somebody that's gonna <laughs> murder somebody in cold blood. Yeah.
1: Um and. I- And they don't bring it up now, it seems to come up a little bit more later, but the whole thing with Paolo kind of being just tangentially involved because of his brother, I think, like, to me, that would have been a bigger reason for Duncan to be involved, because then there's a kid involved and whatever. Like, that I actually could kind of get behind, but yeah, for me, I'm like, whatever. But even Duncan isn't completely sold one way or the other, because Richie goes, "Um, Mac, are are you looking for a way to stop her or a reason not to? And he answers, either one works for me. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, then just stay the fuck out of her way, I guess. Like, I don't. Yeah. Know.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm. I kind of agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's. No, I think like when she's on it. When the problem is, there's all these ancillary people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it was just like the main, you know, guy, sure. That actually, you know, fired the shots. You take him out, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, these other people... Uh, he was are just a kooky being, guy. Yeah, absolutely. But like, you know, Paolo's brother, we don't we don't need to murder him. Yeah.
1: Um. Can I just say how much I love Paolo just randomly stealing this person's sandwich <laughs> and walking I, out?
2: Yeah, so this is what I wanted to talk about. Because we're at the racetrack. This... So more people are eating in this little diner next to the racetrack than are going to this race, because there's people there with books, they're just hanging out, like, no one is interested in this fucking race. No, So, but it
1: made me laugh so much when he just, like, looks around, grabs a sandwich, walks on out.
2: (laughs) Honestly, at first, I was thinking maybe Duncan had left the sandwich oh, there as yeah. a trap.
1: Also, is that person just drinking orange juice with their sandwich? <laughs> is that what's next to that sandwich?
2: Um, yeah, the breakfast sandwich.
1: <laughs> is it? Maybe. It's just like, oh, it's a big glass of OJ next to sandwich. <laughs> like someone in the back looks like they're having a beer. I'm like, okay, so what time of day is this?
2: Yeah. That is a large, large glass of orange juice. Yeah.
1: Um, so Duncan like sneaks up behind Paolo. <laughs> um oh also we had a quick scene with Basil and Richie.
2: Yeah, for the motorcycle show. <laughs> yeah, for the motorcycle show. Like, hey, you better not try to fuck me over again. I don't know what you're talking about. He hee 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 hee. Be careful on the track. Anything
1: can happen. Um Alright, so yeah, so Duncan is up uh, Paolo. Uh Paolo's like, don't kill me. <laughs> which is that's fair (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's he's uh you know but he's telling Duncan about what happened and he's like I was there but it wasn't me and uh, he saw the dead woman and that she's back so yeah definitely this freaked out this kid yeah um so I guess the guy she killed in the warehouse is Gaston and you know, so Junkin's like asking who else was there that killed her husband. Paolo doesn't know. Well, Paolo does know, but says that he doesn't know. And Paolo says nothing can, nothing you can do can stop her. It's like, oh my god. We. Oui. Uh, so we are back at. Th- oh, this is by the way. This place is called the Black Door. It's yeah. a club slash warehouse.
0: Ugh!
2: It's like they took a corner of this shitty warehouse and made it the shittiest bar. <laughs> yeah
1: and put a bathtub in it is <laughs> um, remembering what happened like just like recounting it and saying that Gaston kept shooting at her and she kept coming back and is she gonna kill them all and is saying he doesn't know where all of them are and uh says he's not safe on the streets talking about Paolo's brother um, Palo says it wasn't his fault, Gaston had the gun, Mario was just there, and Duncan is trying to be like, yeah, she doesn't fucking care, like, if she knows that he was there, that's all that matters, she's gonna kill these guys. Um, so, I guess Duncan's gonna go over there. Oh, that's yeah. when, that's when Paolo says, that, yeah, they hang out at the black door. <laughs> I was like, oh my god.
2: So yeah, Duncan, uh, wanders into the black door... Look at all. Luckily, nice. luckily he doesn't have to hang around long before he feels a buzz. Yeah, God, this place is so gross.
1: Although yeah. I do like this weird statue in the back that's holding an empty bottle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they had fun putting this shit together for sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so yeah, he feels the buzz. The talks to when he tells her, "Hey, look, you already, you know, the shooter's already dead. So like, how many other people have to die?" And she's like, "Well, there were five of them." <laughs> and so she's planning on killing all those fuckers that were there, not just the guy that shot her husband. Um, but Is this the sh- wait, the shooter's dead already? That's what Duncan says. The shooter's already dead. Oh, yeah, because the shooter was the guy that was in the bathtub oh, that was okay. Gaston. Yeah.
2: I thought, okay, I thought the shooter was, like, the the guy that was still alive at the- One of the guys that was still alive at the end.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. That's what Duncan says. And then, like, in in the previous thing, Paolo was talking about Gaston was the one with the gun, so. Um, That his brother was just standing around. Uh, This is where I was like, she is still wearing all that that face tattoo stuff. And I was like, does she have to keep reapplying it? Because it's just, like, a makeup pencil. Um, let's go to this flashback with the hanging people. That was disturbing. Yeah. I didn't like that they were just in the background of this scene the entire time.
2: Yeah. That's that's not great.
1: So you got the hanging family and the, then the English soldiers around the fireplace or the the fire the fireplace, the fire that they set up the mantle that they built while they were there. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, uh, let's just let's uh, let's, let's just ma- let's make a nice stew while we hang around <laughs> these dead people that are also hanging around. Uh, see what I did there? That's fun.
1: Ugh. Um. So fight ensues with Duncan because he shows up. Oh. Uh, Duncan, of course, is killing everybody. Yeah, as you do. Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Also, like, just as a human, even if you're an immortal, like, you go and see this couple that's hanging, and then these four assholes just sitting around, eating around people they just hung. Like, nah, go ahead and kill them.
2: That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, this horse throwing Duncan off and then just chilling <laughs> made me laugh. Like, that <laughs> horse did not run away like a horse probably would because it's a horse actor. So mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. is kind of like it throws, t- throws Adrian Paul off and then just kind of stands around. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought that was funny, but I was like, oh, look at that horse doing some horse acting. <laughs> Um, so Duncan, like, gets shot and everything and then dies next to these dead people. And then we're at, uh, back at Kierdwin's place and Duncan ain't wearing no clothes. (laughs) I was like, how long has he been out? (laughs) Seriously. Um, so she says that, you know, the clothes are cleaned and mended
2: and they were full of blood. I mean, because he did not have that much of a beard. No. <laughs> like No. So he's been out for a while. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. Uh,
1: so... Uh, yeah, and she's, like, real close to him. Like, she's yeah. all up on him. So, um... Yeah, so she's cleaned his clothes and all that stuff and then she talks to him about like, uh, you know we're warriors, we avenge our own, we kill the killers, but there's a time to stop when enough is enough and he's like, maybe it's too late and whatever. They have this very important conversation, which ends with her, like, saying, what you need is a taste of life, and then kissing him, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense they've been fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, but it also has like Duncan saying some awful fucking lines. He's like, "I've become the thing I hate the oh, most."
1: <laughs> oh well, because we totally get a not quite Scottish Duncan this episode. Sorry, we didn't say that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it's some terrible dialogue in there. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's not good. This episode is not great. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest, uh, not one of the finer episodes that we watch. I mean, I I can use I can use when coming back.
2: I liked her. Yeah, liked and, and her. we
1: can get her back because they didn't kill her or anything. Yeah, and yeah,
2: we're, a, we're not gonna get her back. though. Spoiler alert. Oh well, that sucks. Um, Fine. and I could definitely use more Paolo. Yeah, love Paolo.
1: If I found um, that guy correctly, just in life that he became he like went into music or something. Oh, so okay, because I saw a picture of like an adult with that name and. I was like, yeah, that that's definitely the same guy because the eyes are exactly the same. <laughs> he has very... He's got that, that uh, natural guyliner going on. So. Well, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's definitely the same guy.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, so, but didn't seem to... Didn't look like maybe much more acting stuff. No, so. no. I wonder why he was so good. <laughs> uh, all right, so... Then, you know, that whole scene was just a setup, basically a scene where Duncan tells her kind of the same thing. <laughs> that basically like, hey, you know, you don't need to kill everybody. But this is also where we find out the the history between her and Steven. Uh, she didn't know it would work with, an immo- with a mortal uh, long term. Um he said if we loved each other then nothing else mattered. We were together 15 years, almost 16 seems like yesterday when we met. He was just out of school. He was a boy really full of hopes Ugh. and dreams.
2: Gross.
1: So fresh out of school, high school or college? <laughs>
2: Uh, he was 22. Oh. He was 22.
1: So, okay, but college, at least. So what's, yeah. Uh, they change so much so fast, don't they? Ugh. I watched him grow into the man he was, into the man I loved, and then to lose him like that. Yeah, of course. It's not a good relationship. It is not a healthy relationship. Uh-huh. Steven was no Queen Tessa. <laughs> um, and then Duncan was talking about Tessa. That he's because she says, uh, Have you ever loved anyone enough, trusted anyone enough? Talking about, you know, letting them know about being an immortal. And he said, Once she was killed over a few dollars and a car. Um, and then she asks about him loving again, and he says, yes, and then her name is Anne Lindsay. I uh, Why? 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 I was so pissed he talked about Tessa without even mentioning her name. Yeah, well, and it's because then, he can't.
2: He, he he can't mention her because it's too much. That's still too emotional. It's too
1: emotional. Too emotional to say he her can name.
2: But be- say that he's in love with Anne Lindsay? Because he's lying to himself. Like, that's, <laughs> that's bullshit. Like, he can say her name because it doesn't mean it anything.
1: It's, it's pointless.
2: Yeah. It's it's a lie he's telling himself. He's telling himself he's moved on and he's able to love again. But the truth is, like, he's, 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 he's still messed up over Tessa. He has no feelings for Anne, because Anne isn't no a person.
1: God, seeing her at the end of this episode, I was just like,
2: <laughs> ugh. Yeah!
1: Um... So, uh, Kieran said, avenging his death is his memorial, and Duncan says, you've already killed the guy that pulled the trigger. Let let the rest go. Let that be his memorial. Um, I do like them hugging at the end, like, but I also was like, oh, are they gonna grief fuck like he's done before?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing that
2: Duncan goes around and does. Definitely.
1: Um, uh, we get the scene where Cairdwin uh, goes to Stephen's, uh, grave and talks to him a little bit.
2: Oh, it looks like the same- looks like the same grave, uh, where fake Tessa was killed. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely the same grave. <laughs> um, you- you need to move on and grieve, otherwise, uh, uh someone will, uh, be, uh, surgically altered to- <laughs> to look like, uh, uh, your- your husband, and, uh, it'll be a whole thing. It'll- it's- there'll be some guy some really annoying guy that just won't die that'll uh, it's a whole thing it's a whole thing um let's talk about her
1: outfit at the cemetery for a
2: moment oh
1: um she's first of all oh still has the face tats
2: Mm-hmm. As you do,
1: uh, wearing the the jacket that maybe was his, I'm assuming, and she's leaving it there. Oh, okay. What are those hmm. leather pant things she's
2: wearing? Yeah,
1: is that like like what is happening on the side of those pants?
2: Um, yeah, you, you want to definitely be able to to lace up and grommet up your pants. <laughs> uh, is she is she going to like a vampire rave <laughs> afterwards? <laughs>
1: And then, yes, this- I don't know if you saw it, before she took up the jacket, like, there's a close-up of her talking, and, um, you can kind of see the material of this burgundy jacket she's wearing,
0: mm-hmm. and yeah.
1: I- what is that
2: material? It looks like- I, <laughs> It
1: looks I, like sham Wow.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: She's gonna go soak up things on a car later on. <laughs> like
2: yeah what is that
1: material it's It's the whole jacket
2: is this material yeah it's some sort of like um yeah (laughs) leather velvet situation i don't even know also the the thickness of the hair tie yeah it is it's it's very long like it's a tube yeah real weird yeah this whole look is it's a lot it's a lot of things i don't know that's her warrior look I guess, and then of course you still have the warrior, you know, um, incredibly uh, a valuable necklace. Yeah, so weird. I yeah. just was
1: like, this is this is what you're going out in to a grave? Yeah, to talk to people.
2: Very strange.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, we're back at the black door. There's, they've got more guns. They've just have found all the guns in France. <laughs> Uh, but they're gonna go after her because she killed Gaston Mario does yeah. not want to do this and they're just like yeah you have to <laughs> um, and also they're, they're also concerned that this lady who came back from the dead is going to pick them off one
2: by one I, I guess they, yeah. they should have yeah, been absolutely. like worried about it until like five minutes ago I mean it wasn't an unreasonable concern no um,
1: so they found her house, they're gonna go over there.
2: Um
1: Paolo's telling Mario, like, hey, uh don't do this. And Mario says, We've got to get her
2: before she gets us. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Because I I, for some reason I thought that the that the actual shooter had gotten away and wasn't yeah. was one of those guys that was still alive. But if the guy that had, the guy that had done the shooting was already dead, I don't know that I would be worried about her coming after the rest of us that much. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she, all right, he's dead. So I think we're good now. I don't know of
1: anyone else she killed and she let this creep guy go.
2: Yeah. So I, if I, I would just maybe get out of town for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, you're like, Hey guys, um, you know, you know, Gaston just got killed. So I think maybe we just, we just go out of town for a couple of weeks. Just till things cool down a little bit. Yeah. And clearly, Paolo's
1: like, "Uh, she doesn't die, so like, this is not good." Um, yeah. Oh, back to the motorcycle show!
2: Yay! What a great show! <laughs> I, I I love how long we've been building towards this. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: freaking weird. All right, so we've got an elongated race <laughs>
2: here that we get to watch.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. We're we along with one dozen other people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't understand why. Like, uh, and again, like, this is, I assume this is a real racetrack that they're filming at, but it's a racetrack that does not have stands. It does not assume people are going to be spectators. It's very strange. I don't know. Um,
1: and I think Richie is number two and Basil is one. And Richie- what is this cowboy look that this person next to Duncan is wearing? Oh yeah, weird. (laughs) I just noticed that person, I was like, what the hell is that?
2: Um, Yeah, let's see if I can find where- What is which number is Richie? I I
0: thought-
1: I, I think I noticed it at the beginning of the episode when he gets off the bike. Um and and the whole thing is Richie kind of is going after Basil for being a dipshit and trying to run him off the road. So now he's trying mm-hmm. to run Basil off the road. Um and which he does, except they both go skidding across. I couldn't help it, but when I'm watching this I just go wee! <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice.
1: Um they both roll over a bunch and It looks like Richie's number two. Yeah. Richie's
2: number two. Yeah,
1: so he's and he's the one that tries to get basil off the road um uh-huh. uh, yeah so the the motorcycle explodes and so you've got like all like the most people that have shown up show up in this scene yeah <laughs> uh-huh. um like basil they actually
2: like have to put the fire out he was he was on fire yeah it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Because I didn't know which one was... I, I I. had assumed that it was just, like, you know, Basil up to his regular shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> twirling his mustache as always that, like, caused this. I didn't realize it was Richie that, like... Yes. That's the whole thing. So <laughs> that's... Yeah, until they talked about it later. Because, again, I wasn't keeping track of who was which number because they don't show us because, obviously, not, they're not going to have the actors doing the actual stunts. <laughs> <laughs> but they should have done a little bit more establishing of who was who. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, this this um, fire um, putting out yeah. foam they use looks real ridiculous to me. What is what? that? It's
1: just like foam. No, yeah. It looks like something out of Willy Wonka.
2: (laughs) It really does. It's like, oh, get get the root beer foam, Cannon. (laughs) Of course, the best way to put out a fire is with some root beer foam.
1: Oh, um... So we go from that fire to the fire at Duncan's place with Maurice putting wood on the fire. Maurice saying, it's always sad to lose one so young, so much he had yet to do. My first wife was a religious woman to her. Those who had died were never far away. I hope it's true. It's-
2: I feel so bad that Maurice thinks Richie died. Yeah, I was expecting, like, you know, Richie to come in and now we've got to, you know, either explain things to Maurice- are come up with a story for Maurice. Yeah. And we, no, we're just going to let Maurice think he's dead. I was like, "Oh, what?" Yeah, it's real sad. Yeah. Um
1: so Duncan basically like feels the buzz of Richie and is like, "Uh, hey, I just need to be alone, so if you could leave, please." <laughs> and uh so Maurice leaves and <laughs> Richie comes in wearing one of Brad's new towels.
2: No. <laughs> <Oof>. No, just <laughs> the towel with the three people in it, I don't even know. Uh, guys, listen, I, I was telling Tammy right before uh, we, we started recording, I I, I bought. I ordered some new towels. I got them from Amazon. Guys, it's um, wonderful. But I wouldn't have bought them <laughs> <It's> <laughs> if I had lot. scrolled through all of the photos. Because, like, one of the photos, it's. I guess it's to show you how large the towel is. It's like, three people can fit in this towel, but it just shows three guys like holding up a towel, and I'm like, I don't like the idea of sharing a towel, and that's what this looks like. Like, hey, you and two of your friends can share a
1: towel now the guy in the middle is not holding the towel and he's looking <laughs> pretty excited so i don't yeah, know what's happening yeah. this
2: picture. the other guys are like what the fuck <laughs> yes. is this about and that guy's like yeah that's what this is about <laughs> i don't like it i don't like it i wouldn't have bought this towel um these two towels because this is a set of two um if i had known <laughs> th- 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 this creepiness was involved <laughs> oh man so good <laughs> don't like it don't like it um but yeah that's what Richie looks like <laughs> uh, like cuz so he woke up in the morgue uh, obviously you know undressed like I, we've seen tons of immortals wake up in a morgue and they're usually pretty able quickly able to find something to put yeah. on this he's just wrapped himself up in a sheet <laughs> and made it across town he says yeah you couldn't find something somewhere yeah. better than this you couldn't have found some scrubs in the hospital yeah uh, i don't that's like, what, richie yeah get your shit together you were bad at being an immortal yeah he is he is bad at being
1: an immortal although i do feel like he's ready for the game at any point in time where duncan is not <laughs> so yeah um so richie says i suppose this is some kind of life lesson and duncan says one of them and then we find out that basil died on the way to the hospital Uh, and Richie says, I keep running the race in my head. I see him right there. I was so pissed off. I wanted to run right over him. Maybe that's what I did, but I did not consciously try to kill him. And Duncan says, I don't think that matters to Basil right now. (laughs) And I was like, fuck it. Damn.
2: Damn. I mean, Basil's trash, though. Like, Absolutely. Basil, Basil got what he deserved. He tried to run Richie off the road, apparently, in every single race they've been in. Yeah, and he, like, schemed to get that other guy replaced yeah. with Richie. Yep. So, like, I Basil has been trashed through the entire series <laughs> of The Motorcycle Show. <laughs> through season one of the motorcycle (laughs) show yeah so season one of the motorcycle show (laughs) he was the villain
1: um so duncan says that this means that you're dead in france it means you're dead in europe for almost a generation it means you're going to have to disappear it means you're gonna have to live with this with this for the rest of your life which (laughs) i don't know i feel like
2: maybe in france but
1: all of europe
2: Yeah, again, 12 people people watched this motorcycle race. (laughs) Richie hadn't gotten that famous doing the motorcycle show yet. No, motorcycle show has been on the chopping block since episode one. (laughs) Uh, Richie says, Mac, did you ever screw up like this?
1: And I'm like, have you met Duncan (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> like have you like Duncan McCloud, um man who help who like loves monarchies more than anything <laughs> in the world? This guy's screwing up on a daily. Also, what the fuck is this
1: with Duncan having a hoodie on underneath this shirt, or is that hood
2: attached to that shirt? He loves wearing a, a something over a hoodie. Like he's just—I mean—he loves wearing trash because this is not a good look. Mm. <laughs> Poor Richie in that towel is better than this. Yeah. I mean, he's—he's he's gonna put a—he's gonna put a fucking duster on top of that in a second. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, there's a knock at the door, so Duncan's like, hey, go put some clothes on. (laughs)
1: Um, so Paolo's there to get Duncan, and they're gonna go to Curedwyn's house, because
2: that's where the gang is going. I I love this fucking, like, uh, fucking null coward, like, farce of people coming in every door of this (laughs) fucking barge. It's It's like Maurice goes out, Richie comes in, (laughs) here comes Paolo, like... (sighs) Yeah, this is Kieradwin's coming through a window. All of a sudden, <laughs> oh, here comes Joe out of the floor. Weird. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Kyrdwen is finally
1: taking off her her tribal tattoos <laughs> when they they show up at her place. Yeah. Um. So and they turn off the lights. They cut off, cut the lights, uh, and they're they're gonna come in and attack her. Um. But Duncan gets there. And uh, he's gonna also help <laughs> take these kids out, yeah. and especially Mario. He definitely doesn't want anything to happen to Paolo's brother. Yeah. She kicks Mario all the way down the stairs. <laughs> he stops halfway at that yeah. corner and then continues falling. <laughs> yeah, it's not—it's
2: not a good night for him. No, no.
1: Yeah, I mean, she just has a sword. She's like, "Go ahead, fucking shoot me. I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I'll slice you with this sword."
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And she, she's basically begging him, like, just shoot her, like, to do it. And, uh, Duncan gets her to stop. And with the sirens approaching, he says, leave them to the police. <laughs> Look at the way she's about to, like, just stab him in the chest with a yeah. fucking sword. Fucking badass. Yeah, she's great. Also, you know, they attacked her in her house. <laughs> like- yeah. I mean, I get what Duncan's trying to do also, because Paolo's standing right there as she's going to stab (laughs) this guy's chest in front of a child. (laughs) Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. I could go either way if I cared if she killed these people or not. I I wouldn't have wanted her to continue going after them after she killed the
2: shooter, but now they're, like,
1: in her house
2: ready to murder her. Absolutely. Yeah, completely justified. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, Duncan says, uh, well, what about the price they pay? No family, living in secrecy, waiting for the night you go out and you never come back. Maybe we're not supposed to be with them. Uh, and Kierdwin says, they're not children. They make their own decisions. And they're yeah. not. They're not children. Like, Paolo's different. I- he is a kid. But these are like yeah. grown-ass people who killed her husband. Absolutely. I Yeah, I'm yeah.
2: agreeing with her pretty much all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: I just am not agreeing with her putting tattoos on her face with my pencil makeup.
2: <laughs> no, that's weird. And like,
1: leaving the house that way uh, and going to the cemetery that
2: way. Like, how, how many times in her life has she decided it's time to put on the war paint? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Come on.
1: Um, all right. So, yeah, so she's she's telling Duncan basically to call, you know, to, to let Anne make her own choices as well. <sighs>
2: Yeah. I was like,
1: Kierdwen, when you meet Anne, <laughs> you're gonna realize what a mistake you made with giving that advice. Yeah. <sighs> and then we get the- I mean, if with any other person, I would have really liked this last scene. But, it's Anne, and so-
2: I mean, and again, like, it- I- I- The Anne character could exist. It's just the relationship does not work. No. And the writers know that the relationship doesn't work. No. So you're not making me believe this. It's insane. Let them just be friends. And then we can keep Anne as a character. Yeah. Like, I hope that, like, she, yeah, Duncan tells her and she's like, yeah, I don't want to be with an immortal. That's weird. I mean, maybe <laughs> that is what end. happens.
1: I don't know. That's gotta be what cause happens. Because she's not cause, like... necessarily in this show a whole lot more. So. Yeah. um But I do like this whole thing. Uh, like, this idea of Joe being the one to kind of, like, share the news with somebody.
2: Yeah, Joe's got to do like the heavy lifting of the prep for this. Like the this stage management of this sh- of this thing is crazy because I I thought Duncan was just gonna come out from the back room or something. <laughs> Surprise! Um, but instead, Duncan's like, "All right, Joe, I want you to I want you to talk to her and, and uh, calm her down, give her a drink, and then I'm gonna call. When I call, then you you give her the the, like, uh, the tickets if, and the, the phone. What if
1: hadn't had time to
2: give her all that yet? Yeah. yeah, Duncan's already called like twice. Like, hey, she's not here yet. Give me 15 minutes, all right? I told you, like 9:05. <laughs> you got you got to do the math to figure out the time change. It's I know, it's a headache, especially during time change, but, like, figure it out. Yeah. I
1: mean, and the way he tells her, like, oh, uh, you know, all those times you weren't sure what was going on with him? <laughs> wow.
2: Oh. <laughs> I love Joe's jacket, though. Yeah.
1: Always. It's a good jacket. Always. It's so good. Um, so she's going to Paris. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. But also, now now having seen the, the black door for an entire episode, Joe's bar is so nice.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so that was the episode. <sighs> Ending on fucking
2: Anne. Yeah. I, for- I, I, I I once again have forgotten she existed. <laughs> She's terrible. All right. Best trust, worst trust. Oh, boy. I mean, we did a mini one in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, worse dressed Richie for that fucking sheet.
1: <laughs> I don't know because I feel like Duncan was worse dressed than him with that hoodie underneath the Jay Leno
2: outfit. Uh, or and especially when he goes to uh, um um to her place and then he's got the the fucking immortal duster on top of it. Yeah, him. no. It's terrible. Yeah. I think that's worse. That's what wor-
1: the sheet is better than that outfit.
2: That's true. That's true.
1: Um, All right. And I'm gonna just say honorable mention of worst dress to the outfit that Ke- the out the unexplainable outfit that Kierdon was wearing when she went to the cemetery. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I just I just need someone to explain everything to
2: me. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um,
1: best dress. I'm gonna say Kierdon at the beginning with the Alcalavici brooch yeah amazing bringing a brooch in thank you very much love it uh who won and who lost
2: um <laughs>
1: poor Stephen. he was he was gonna lose either way he died but also he wasn't even gonna take that job in spain <laughs> Oof. he was gonna have to live his life with this immortal who took him as a babe <laughs> and
2: raised <Yeah>. him up <laughs> yeah
1: it's all very
2: hate... uncomfortable for Stephen. Mm.
1: I mean, the more the more Seriously. we learned
2: about him, the worse I felt for. Him. Oh, yeah, and he didn't even get a whole plate full of cheese like that. No. One people, those people won. <laughs> They're the winners. Oh, absolute <laughs> fucking winners! Yes because we're not winning because we're gonna get fucking and back for a while god oh yeah cheese couple wins <laughs> so much delicious cheese it's so
1: much
2: like that is a, s- a grocery store section full of cheese yeah <laughs> like, like they ordered the cheese sampler not realizing that they would get a full size <laughs> of each of those cheeses that's
1: the thing. it's like blocks <laughs> of cheese yeah so crazy I I dare you to try eating didn't, all that. Didn't,
2: no, didn't see, didn't see, didn't see a a a, a single cracker, <laughs> no. nor fruit slice. Just just the cheese, just the cheese. Wild. Could we get the the keto cheese sampler? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> all right, Brad,
1: you want to tell me what's happening on the next episode?
2: Oh, absolutely. As we all know, the next episode of this delightful show that we call Highlander, the series, is season three, episode number... What's the number of the episode? Eighteen, of course. <laughs> this is testimony. McCloud decides to tell Anne the truth about his immortality, and she flies to Paris to be with him. In route... Anne helps save the life of a young woman, Tasha, who turns out to be smuggling drugs from the <laughs> Russian mafia. Oh <laughs> no! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, fucking Anne. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, that's great. Because the one on IMDb
1: is is a very long description, but what happens to this poor woman is horrendous. Because the balloon bursts inside of her. Oh, no. Yeah, she's smuggling heroin. Oh, no. After a hitman attempts to kill the woman in order to keep her from talking, which I'm like, how's she not dead? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anne tries to convince her to testify against the mob. That's why it's called testimony.
2: Fucking Anne.
1: uh, Anne. But Duncan has second thoughts when he (laughs) realizes the boss is Kristoff, an immortal he has once crossed paths with. Oh no <laughs> There's more <Brad. laughs> Next week's gonna be really oh, good Meanwhile wait. someone recognizes dead Richie <laughs> <laughs> So he has to get out of France fast I thought he was already leaving France Richie yeah, What are you still doing is... there Well he couldn't find shoes <laughs> <laughs> Okay so yeah And then they talk about some flashback shit Which we'll just talk about next yeah. week um, Wow That's gonna be a wild episode I think Well, Yeah It's set up to be a wild episode. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be. There's a lot of Anne, so. (sighs) That's the problem. That's the problem. How much more Anne do we have? Jeez Louise, can't we just get more? I mean. Is she she here for the whole rest of the season? Probably. Um, I would think, right? uh, Well, let's let's
0: take a look there. Oh, she's in
1: credits only by episode 20. Okay. All
0: right, all right.
1: 21 credits only, and that's finale part one. Finale part two. Credits only. Okay, so just just like two more episodes yeah two more okay okay all right i can maybe survive
2: (laughs) (laughs) just two two more times
1: oh god such an idiot really just all right well uh anything else episode brad of
2: highlander um no no glad
1: to be back in it
2: for a little bit we should get through i
1: believe the maybe the end of the season before we uh Go back to Quantum Leap
2: for a little bit, so that'll be cool. Indeed, I will. And uh, again, friends, uh, we 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 are we're we're trying to cover the new Quantum Leap as it's live. Um, so when that's back on, that's when we'll we'll dip out of here. But we will be back as soon as a new Quantum Leap episodes episodes this season are not happening. Yeah,
1: yeah. Anytime there's a break, we'll
2: jump back in. So,
1: all right, cool. Well, then we're out, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via NotScott at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com slash groups slash NotScott, and at NotQuiteScott on Twitter. Call the SAS line, 321-710-4947.
2: Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.